0: Hey y'all, I'm your host, Dr. Hall, and welcome to From the Field. That's right, we're going on a journey to hear from student affairs practitioners and faculty about all things CSPA portfolio. We'll talk about social justice and inclusion, student learning and development, advising and supporting, and of course, evaluation, assessment, and research. We'll talk about how we use all of those four competencies in our day-to-day work. In this episode, you'll hear from me. I'll share my perspective on how I advise and support students as a faculty member. So I'll be honest, it was kind of difficult to put together this module and thinking about what I wanted students to read and what I wanted um, students to take away from this experience, uh, particularly around advising and supporting, I was kind of at a loss because it is so subjective, right? Um, I don't believe in a one size fits all approach when advising students or mentoring students, supporting students, uh, because each student is different. Each person is different and they bring their own unique um, identities to the space. And I believe that it's our responsibility as mentors, advisors, student affairs professionals, to really tap into who our students are, getting to know them, and um, using that to help us support them. So I talk a lot about my undergraduate experience because it is what led me to stay in higher ed and um, student affairs. I had phenomenal mentors and advisors who first looked like me, right? Um, People who took me in under their wing, who were interested in who Candace was, right? Not just who whatever my student ID number was. I wasn't a number on the page. I wasn't just a name on a roster for the people who supported me through my academic journey. And I really wanted to one day do the same for someone else or for a lot of someone else's. I can remember... In the fall semester of my first year in college, um, having to sit with the fact that I probably couldn't return to college because I had a balance, outstanding balance that I couldn't afford to pay. And I went to one of the first people that I met on campus, uh, Yolanda Weathersby, who was in charge of the Welcome Center. And it was in that moment that she encouraged me to not give up. And she asked me to be patient with her before I made this decision. She's just like, give me to the end of the day. Um, I'll call you and I'll let you know uh, what you're going to do next. It wasn't really an option, right? Um, And I believe it was because she saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself at the time. And sure enough, a few hours later, she called me. She connected me to some resources, which helped me to get a scholarship to cover the balance, also helping me to get a position um, on campus to help cover my housing. So I worked as a desk assistant the next semester which helped with the cost of my um, housing. I was able to get a, a scholarship for my tuition and I was able to return for the second semester of my first year. And that moment really taught me the importance of connecting with students and connecting students to resources that sometimes they don't even know exist. That experience, not only was it meaningful to me, but it really helped me to understand how much one person can impact another person's life, um, for good or for bad, right? And so I began to have this desire to want to be that person that positively impacted students on their journey to wherever they were going. So initially at the time, I thought I would be a secondary um the secondary education teacher teaching English somewhere, but along the way, I became very interested in helping college students, um, particularly first gen college students who don't have a lot of times don't have the family support um, that they need in transit transitioning to college. So that was that was my experience, and so. Um, You know, advising and supporting students is just very personal to me. Um, I don't have a particular advising style because I believe that we should not be taking a one-size-fits-all approach. Um, I go hard in the way that I support students, and sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much. But at the end of the day, what I want my legacy to be is the way that I unapologetically support students, advocate for students, and help them when they come to me um, seeking help. I want to encourage you to reflect on your own college journey, um, particularly drawing from your undergraduate experience. What are the ways you felt supported or What are the ways you wish you felt supported in that experience? And how can you use that to motivate you in finding your way and how you will choose to support and advise students in the future? And some of you all are supporting and advising students now in the roles that you have in your graduate assistantships and or your practicum experience. but. You know, what do you want your contribution to be to the spaces that you enter as a student affairs professional? What do you want your legacy to be among students um, when you leave a space? I would say for me, a, a big part of the way that I support students is always by extending my own learning. So although I am a professor, I I still don't know everything, right? Um, Students are changing, I'm getting older, um, and I'm getting further away from my undergraduate experience, my graduate experience. And so for me, it takes um, finding ways to remain connected to the practice, to the discipline, to the field, right? What are practitioners doing in the field so that I can teach what needs to be taught, but also getting to know the students um, themselves, whether it be a group of students, like a cohort, or also individually, because I firmly believe in understanding how students enter my classroom, how they enter conversations with me in advising meetings or in um, office hours appointments. That impacts everything, right? And so for me, it's this this commitment to be a lifelong learner and also this intellectual humility, understanding and recognizing that there are some student, ex- a lot of experiences, right, that I won't fully understand because that is not my lived experience. But how can I continue to develop myself and, and learn myself so that I can best support and advise the students that are in my care? <music> you to think about how can you continue to learn and develop as a student affairs professional? What will be your commitment to unapologetically advising And supporting and advocating for students particularly those students that are at the margins of the Academy the students that are often forgotten about right Um, the students that can't readily see themselves in these student development theories that we talk about or in these structures that institutions sometimes have like how will we support and advise those students through that experience and make them, help them to feel seen and heard and valued as a student and more than just a student number or a name on a roster. So as you draft your narrative around advising and supporting, I hope that you will ponder those questions that I posed, right? I hope that you will do some reflection of what your own experience has been, um, what you may want to do differently, what you may want to continue on, um, and think about your legacy as a student affairs professional, um, particularly as it relates to supporting students.